I usually throw the intro in there. Oh, you already pre-cut the tape. Did you already drink on this already? I had like a third of a bottle last night. A third? Yeah. You're an alcoholic, bro. Here. You thought I was going to pour for myself first? No, actually. I was about to, but then I realized I was in the wrong. When the fuck have you ever been in the right? I've only seen you two ways. And that's either wrong or left. Never in the right. Ha! Ah. Well, I drive on the right as a mailman, so I'm on the right every damn day. Yeah. That, see, that's that's interesting because being out here in California, right? Mm-hmm. When you're up... Uh, Cheers. That is super smooth for... Fire, right? Wow. Good flavor. What's it called? The left cross? Yeah. Puncher's chance. Left cross. Puncher's chance. Jamaican dark rum cask. 14 years, too. That's a pretty good... I usually, for scotch, I like them 18 or better. Yeah. Like I'm legal, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean, bro? You, got, you like them of age? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to have to cut that out, man. I'm just kidding. Anyway. Um, yeah, 18 years or older, but those ones are always priced up so high. They are nowadays. Uh, 400 or more. Back when I first started drinking uh, whiskey, probably uh, 23. You could find uh, McAllen 18, which was fire back then, for about 180 a bottle. Now it's 430. Yeah, at least. Like this whiskey right now, uh, I got at Bevmo for 159, I think, like that, right? That makes sense. You actually, <clears throat> I was never like really a whiskey person, but I knew it was cool to do, so I started just the it. the dick part. No. What do you mean? No, I don't like that part. What no, the, the whiskey dick part. The, yeah, just... I don't like that part. Me either, you know. No, but I was never into, like, sipping on whiskey, you know what I mean? Until, rec- like, maybe two years ago. Until I, I got my hooks into you? Yeah, basically you came over, you brought some whiskey, and you're showing off. What? You're like, hey, this is the 18 year. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah. I'm very offended right now. I mean, now. I've always been fascinated because you see it in movies and like TV shows, like the rich people, golfers, anybody that's like in business, they're either smoking a cigar or they're sipping on whiskey. You know what I mean? Whiskey is interesting though because it's it's kind of like, for example, if you're into flower weed, right? Yeah. It's almost like a manlier, it's a, basically a manlier version of wine connoisseurs it is the problem with wine is it's single serving like once you pop that fucking bottle like you gotta you're not putting that cork back in it you can but who the fuck does that so yeah whereas like with whiskey like you can enjoy it over again and it it doesn't lose like the the actual life and flavor or flavor the zest 
you know. Everybody, I guess uh, you're wondering who the fuck is this guy. <laughs> Let's not get into that. And this guy, well, welcome back to the episode of the Munch Gang. But this guy, a friend of mine, some like I like to call him Vinny from New York, <coughs> but he is not actually from New York, or he, he was raised in New York, but he's not from New York. Don't fucking say it. But some people don't. Some people would like to call him Vinny the Pooh. It is Friday the 13th, October 13th on Friday. And we're here sitting at the podcast room with Vinny from New York. New York. What what were you going to say? Where where am I from, man? Jersey. What were you going to say? This dude is actually... If you could tell by his accent, <laughs> he's uh, he sounds like he's from Boston. You motherfucker! <laughs> you ain't from around here. <laughs> I'm walking here. Is that Boston? That's just New York. It's the interpretation of whatever you think it is. Is wrong? It's fine because, you know, you wouldn't try to explain math to an ant, right? No, I don't think so. Well, so what's different than what we're doing here? Mm. <laughs> Rumor has it New York is infested with rats, huge rats the size of dogs. But I didn't know that one got away and is now sitting right next to me. <laughs> we got Master Splinter over here trying to change just because I worked in the tunnels doesn't mean that the moniker Sewer Rat applies to who I am. Dude, I was on freaking Snapchat earlier, you know, my favorite social media platform. And there's news. Remember hearing about, I forget where it was, but there was a woman police officer that was gangbanged by her other co-workers that were also police officers? Uh, I believe that was Nashville, wasn't it? I don't know. I guess there's new information on it. Uh, I guess the chief of the uh, that police station or whatever, or that area, was in on it also. No way. Come yeah. on. So was, no wonder why you're hearing about this now again. Yeah. Because that, that thing died off like fucking eight Last months year. ago. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And then... Yeah, I guess they're going. They're still going to trial or court, and then new information came out where there's text between her and the chief, and I guess there's like nude photos that were sent to the chief, and then the chief got jealous that the other cops under him had a piece of that, and he didn't, and that's how the information got leaked in the first place. A piece of that? Yeah. I think his words in the text were like, that's a tight asshole. How would you know? I read an article, man. It's always true. I get that, but how would he know? It's a tight asshole. Oh, the, they sent him a picture. The The other police officer sent him a picture. He's like, let me see that. And in all of his police work that he's done, all of his investigations that mm-hmm. he's done over the years... He was able to corroborate yeah, from one photo that that ass was tight. Yeah. My man's investigative 
powers, his prowess. It's pretty good, huh? Either that or she was clinching. Well, <laughs> it just, you know, it confirms why he's the chief. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like yeah. that extra crease right there. And they were like, God damn, chief. Like, we, we, know, <coughs> we know why you're here, dog. You yeah. know? He said, yeah, that shit got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, if that was my wife, first of all, you know, I'm. A, th- th- it's this over. Is, this is well. This is kind of political, I would say, but it's not. It's just for what it is. So, any police couple, right? Like if the chick is going to be in um, the force on the job, and you're not, or you're just going to have a an, probably a, an interesting relationship in a, like a, a strange, nuanced way because the whole brotherhood aspect of oh right yeah yeah the police force like they're close and and you can understand why you know what they have to go through day to day and do deal with so from an ideological perspective her relationship with her colleagues Mm. might for all intents and purposes be tighter like that asshole Mm. than her relationship with you because yeah. when she gets home, she doesn't want to talk about the shit that she's dealing with. When meanwhile, the majority of the day, the most stressful parts of the day, the most intense things or most overwhelmingly emotional things, mm-hmm. those aspects are going to be shared with colleagues. Whereas, no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe five at a time, maybe just one. But it's going to be shared with them and not shared with you. So all those feelings, you know, how deep they go and how you want to talk and share everything. I've always wondered about how, like, having a threesome is hard enough, right? Because you have just enough holes to fill right there. But having five people, like, what? There's got to be, like, two on standby. Like, two sitting on bench. You got one as a water boy. You know, the other one's a wide receiver, maybe. Unless they had to play with each other. Uh, this is getting really gay. Yeah, my man, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this you can bring crazy. this up when, when I'm here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> ultimately, like, you... <laughs> That's a no-go. You go to that zone in, in a relationship, and there is no fucking relationship. You know what I'm saying? That, no, but again, no. I, I, in my opinion, it goes back to you You signed up for it. Like, you're that guy that's dating, you know, a police officer or married to her. And, like, you have to know, like, ultimately, there's going to be more uh, conversations that take place that she's uh i guess you could say more wrapped up in at yeah. work than it's going to be at home because when you get at home as far as i can i can speak for myself and most people that mature in life you know i know you're still young so you don't get this but when you get home you don't want to bring your work with you you know yeah and it and maybe you can't even since you're a police officer like some things you it's still under investigation you can't even talk to it to them yeah. about your 
for sure things at work yeah. yeah so i know this guy oh you want some more of this yeah i know you do wait before you start that story just take a sip <laughs> disrespectful brother you know do you really prefer yours holy shit warm like that I like my drinks cold dude is that a big pour uh, I mean I guess if you're fucking squinting your eyes it's not <laughs> what? <laughs> what am I squint words <laughs> Holy shit, look. Look at how much the fucking bottle's left. Yeah, it's almost gone. Because <laughs> we're alcoholics. If dude. you fucking bartended anywhere, they'd be broke. Yeah. You actually would be... You're... Honestly, you're primed to be a bartender. You should Why? moonlight. Because you have, the like, the driest sense of humor in, like, a great way. And, yeah. like, a way that, like... If I'm a patron, like, I'm going to be like, man, this fucking guy gets it. Like, he knows how to fuck with you. He knows how to fucking sling drinks. He overpours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know? we'll see if I keep that job. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> from what I've heard, you're not the best at fucking slinging mail. So maybe fucking. You Have know. you seen an Asian bartender? I don't think I've seen an Asian bartender, to be honest. That's weird because, you know, I got this girlfriend who works with. Um... Well, that's an Asian female. Oh, okay. Asian dude, you know. Um, Maybe at. Um, what's the uh, Peter Chu's? Because I think Peter goes behind have the a bar? bar. He goes behind the bar. Mm. I don't know if they have... Actually, I don't know if they have liquor drinks. Do you think Peter chews or swallows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not going in there. It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're like the fucking Dylan Dennis of Reading. What the you know, I ain't no Dylan Dennis, bro. Yeah, you are. You like why? Why? Because I'm a fool. I'm just a freaking a fool. That's what he is. You know, it's like I always say, and hanging out with you like it proves this fucking theory one hundred percent true, right? Okay. You do not need to go to the circus to be around a fucking clown. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, we just went out before to the old Thai restaurant, right? Yeah, we did. You know? And you notice how I never asked you, like, hey, what's good over here? Mm -hmm. You know? Because I know how you roll already, man. Right. You're just mad spicy, for one. For sure. And, yeah. you know, you're telling me, oh, I got this mild dish I ordered. You should try it. First of all, I didn't know there was fucking tripe in it. You weren't like, yo, my man, there's fish in here. You just, you were just like, no, tripe isn't fish. What is it? Tripe is uh, like the in inner linings of the stomach of a cow. So technically it's beef. Oh, I thought tripe was fish. No. You're going to have to edit that part out. 
Yeah. How embarrassing. Um, White so, people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But there was fish sauce in it. Maybe that's a fishy taste that you had. It's just fishy to know that you're going to try and get me to try something at an Asian restaurant because, like, I know how you roll. You're like a super spicy kind of guy. Like, half the time I see you eating and you're telling me you're fucking sweating. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if this guy is fucking sweating, I would be running into the bathroom, standing on the toilet, shitting it myself. Why, so why not sitting? Why do you need to be standing? Because <laughs> it would be super explosive and, like, dangerous. You know what I mean? Damn. You're just, like... I don't know, man. Like, you make me blush when you order food a lot of the times. Like, yeah, because at all the other times we go out to eat, bro, it's always steak with you, man. I'm tired. I'm tired. What's wrong, What's wrong with... This dude... What's steak. wrong with steak, man? He's like, hey, I got like uh, three ideas. Uh, Market Street, Steakhouse, uh, Jack's, or... Uh, <laughs> CR gives. You, know? <laughs> you always come at me so hard. You know, I'm yeah. feelings are hurt. I no, can't believe that Asian kid me? said that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> who is this? Who is this Frankie Chocolat guy? He's sitting here talking this way about this fine gentleman. Oh my God, man! What are you from Canada? <laughs> like Canada, <Fuck>. dumb. <laughs> 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 That was not that good, eh? You know? <laughs> you fucking... Are you always trying to talk about something that I don't necessarily agree with, eh? And... Uh, What'd you drop? You know when you get old and you, you fucking bend down and you go... Uh, Put it in my... What? Pocket. That, if, that way, if you put it in your pocket, it's not... Out of pocket, you know what I mean. I don't think you fucking understand anything but out of pocket. You mm. know, like the way that you roll is so out of pocket. Like you, you said no, to me, I'm the opposite you're like, of pocket. You like, you like my dog. Like, how, do, how do you feel about Rose Garden? And I'm like saying to myself, I'm like, out of all the places that we've spoke about going to, like we spoke about rose garden like once or twice and you said you're cool with it i i am right but then you're going there and 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 i'm thinking i'm like oh you know my man's gonna get some pho right some just normal some normal shit right but i forgot fucking now if we're not being out of pocket you know i forgot that you're you're not a caucasian so you know fucking this guy what you had more fucking sauce in you than an alcoholic in your fucking smorgasbord that you made. What what did you use? What were the sauces that you used? And and, and out of ten, like, <clears throat> did you regret it? No, no, I do that every time. Man. You make yourself sweat when you eat. Yeah, you gotta sweat out the toxins, that bad energy. I, see, I had that that bad energy that I was getting from you. I had to sweat that out through the through my food. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's fucking sandpaper <laughs> that doesn't rub me as wrong as you do. Yeah, yeah. Shits and giggles. It's just, it's hard sometimes because you go somewhere with someone that knows cuisine. And you know food pretty well, especially for this area. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, I'm like, yo, all right. 
I know Frankie knows what's up. He's going to order something that's fire, right? But every time, like, the dish comes out, it's always, like, Mugu Shushu fucking some crazy-ass oh fucking dish, dude. And then, by the, then when I see you fucking eating it, and you're sitting there telling me that you're fucking sweating, uh, like, like I, I'm in, like, utter disbelief. I'm like, like, why can't this fucking guy actually order something that, like, maybe, like, he'll be like, you know what, this fucking white boy might want to try this shit. But mm. you just... I thought it was something you would try. Sure, man. Just like I would fucking try putting a gun in my head with like one bullet in it and fucking. What do you want me to do? Order a macaroni salad at the Thai restaurant? Or orange chicken? That's probably what you expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, you know, you I was, I was like, thought- yo, my man, there's orange chicken on the menu. I know Frankie's going to be getting that. No, dude. <laughs> Come on, dog. Dude. Bro. Orange chicken? Yeah. Well, that's like me going to, you know, your spot, and we go to like a fucking a steakhouse, and be like, "Yo, let me get the pad thai." <laughs> or right. like, or let me, you have rice? Can I eat rice with my steak? No, we don't got rice here. We well, got, hey, you know, I don't know if this racist. Racist? It is. But if you have to say on. that, if you have to say, right. I don't know if this is racist. Well, I know this is fucking racist, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Say it. How about if we went to an Indian restaurant and I was like, hey, Frank, Mm -hmm. they got yellow chicken here. (laughs) Yellow? Mm. And then I'll say that's none of my business. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, but uh, curry is delicious. It's all, I mean, technically Indonesia is still in Asia, isn't it? Per se, I think it's bottom left. Or India or whatever it is. Indiana? Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis yeah. Jones? If you think about it, Indianapolis, like, do they is really... Is the Mecca? No. Of, like, India? No. So, is Indianapolis, they really don't have apples there? It's, yeah, it's Indianapolis. Less, less like yeah. they don't the India they have none they have less apples it's hard man you know like living in the Midwest in Jersey <laughs> Jersey <laughs> you know anywhere outside of California like you said it's like you got the you got the West Coast and then you got everywhere else right yeah if you live on the East Coast like you're subjected to hurricanes and whatnot if you're in the Midwest you're subjected to fucking tornadoes and God knows what else, but <laughs> yeah. Also on the East Coast, you got to deal with a lot of a lot of losers. You know what I mean? That's not that's not very nice. Yeah, I feel I mean, like I'm being. I feel like you're projecting. Listen, it's a fact that Indian restaurants have yellow chicken. I've actually never heard of yellow chicken. I think you're just making that up. Yellow chicken? What are they? I didn't say it was a dish. It's just the chicken is yellow. The chicken is yellow. Yeah. They serve it yellow. What What makes it yellow? The chicken flavor? Like turmeric or something, you know. Turmeric. <laughs> yellow curry, maybe? Uh, yeah, that's some... it. Uh, well, that's racist because uh, 
Because why? I'm brown. No, you're wearing a fucking yellow shirt. You're, you're always wearing yellow, whether it's on your... So yellow. let me tell you this. Why do white people answer the phone? Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> because you guys want to be us. It's true. So the one thing that I've learned about myself over the years that like it's finally like adding up is who I am versus the people that are directly in my life. Like, I don't want to be me. You know, I want to be everyone else. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be you, man. Like Me, the yeah. yellow. I want to be like, you know, my girlfriend. I want to be like my other friends. Like, I don't want to be me, man. It's boring being me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's fucking I can see that. boring being... Well, it's actually, how could it be boring being you if I'm saying I want to be you? But everybody's tired of who they are. You know? Not me. I'm happy. <laughs> Man, I'm fucking tired of you. I'm sorry. I was just hoping you could be you, tired of me, but I'm not tired. I was just hoping you would agree with me with everything I was uh, just saying. But, you know, you just didn't want to go there. So. Well, you think your people could just take over my land and just make me agree with everything you say? See, that's a touchy subject. Yeah, you guys came to my country. Who's you guys? Because that's so... With me, you have like 12 different groups of people. That's true, but specifically me, my parents, they're in the Vietnam War. You guys are there. Oh, you mean like... Vietnamese. Yeah, you guys are over, actually just kidding. You guys are over there helping us, so uh, I changed my mind. <clears throat> but also taking our drugs, so that's you know. Actually, these are not facts. I do not know what I'm talking about. So, uh, well, correct me if I'm wrong. But you're not gonna hear me correcting you. So, speaking of terror, <sighs> fucking New York, man, fuck. I don't think we ever talked about this really, but you, you, of all people, went through, I've never met anybody that went through the devastation of 9-11 up close and personal. Did you know people that were, I guess, you? how old were you during that time? <coughs> 17. Oh, you were old enough to understand then. Damn. I was a senior in high school. Did you see the second plane hit on TV? Mm-hmm. Damn. Did you guys have to exit the school and everything? What happened there? Um, or lockdown? They maybe? locked down the school. Yeah. But I was a fucking clown. I uh, basically, once I found out about it, I escaped, per se, through the gym and went to my buddy's house, who I knew was... Smoke pot or something? Well, no, I went there to because I knew he was, uh, he, uh, what do they call that when you have, uh, don't have classes between periods? What do they call it? <clears throat> uh, open period, I guess. Free. Some shit like that. Yeah. So I knew, you know, he was going to be at home. And, uh, but my biggest concern in, in that situation was the fact that, uh, his family, especially, uh, his dad, and uh, his brother um, were 
hot dog vendors, they had carts like Pretty. literally on the premises oh. of the trade towers. So like for me, you know, I was thinking about like him and his family, like, holy fuck, like that's super scary. Um, you know, not knowing what exactly went on, just hearing that uh, a jet had struck, you know, one of the buildings and I, yeah. ran, I basically, at that point I had a car, so I took my other buddy who was uh, like a sophomore, we went over to uh, my friend's house and we got there and he's got the TV on and, you know, we're watching the first plane, like they're replaying it over and over. Oh. hitting the building yeah we had uh got there in time if you want to say that in order to see the second plane hit the other tower live yeah which was fucking but like we, like when the first plane hit we were like oh fuck like that's crazy yeah because you think the we're whole like there's gonna... no that we were like saying to ourselves or i you know i was saying and i'm sure they were too it was like it's like that's it doesn't I don't know, man. That doesn't really seem like a coincidence. You know, like how do you do that? You know, like a fucking building that big, like how do you not avoid that, you know? How Yeah, I don't think it was an accident. What well, do you mean? No, but what I'm trying to get at is you know, back then the first plane hits the first tower. Uh-huh. How do you avoid no the one, second? No, one? no one knew the context of what was going on at that time yeah yeah so everyone was like wondering like oh was this an accident or whatever and then by the time the second plane hit like obviously everyone fucking knew that this was a terrorist attack oh yeah that would be true huh because it all what is it how long did it take for the second plane to hit uh i think it was like six 15 minutes later i think 15 minutes i don't know i thought it was like i want to I'm going to feel like a jerk for not, like, remembering this. Yeah. But, you know, this is 22 years ago. Um, but I think it was, like, 8.31 or 9.31 and then, like, 8.45 or 9.45 or something like that. Like, oh. not, like, 15 minutes later. Dang. Yeah. It's, uh... So did the kid's parents end up being, uh... Oh, they luckily... They- they got stuck in um shit i want to say the lincoln tunnel i don't really know where it was but one of the tunnels and they didn't make it to work on time oh really yeah which was super fortunate because super lucky yeah almost like if it was planned they were um for sure they're amazing people though like the whole family good like good friend of mine in in uh, high school great person and, uh, you know, one of the people that, like, I leaned into when after, uh, you know, I went through when I went through growing up. But, like, to think that, oh, shit, like, you know, you're there and now all of a sudden, like, something's happening and, and it's going to directly affect, like, one of your friends. It's like, fucking blew me away, you know? Yeah, because you never really understand the full impact unless it's someone close to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like... Because I think about hurricanes, because we hear about it over here in California, like a hurricane hitting Florida or like Jersey or something. And we don't really understand the full impact. But if a hurricane were to hit the West Coast, and then I, I see people that I know or hear people that I know or been in contact with didn't survive something like that, or their house was destroyed, 
then it's a whole it's a whole nother story because it's so close to me like it could have been me um but damn the twin towers i personally don't remember where i was or what i was doing i was probably at school but um i was curious to know if like new york people because a lot of people that aren't from there assume or you know kind of judge like was it like a terrorist attack or was it planned i I was wondering what people that lived through that devastation how they feel about it if it was especially being so close to the area like do you know like from your friends or the people perspective yeah is there anybody in new york that thinks it's a hoax or for the honestly for the longest time like you know i'm not gonna mention any names george bush (laughs) but even some some of my closest friends like you know one of them being out here uh like he thought potentially not right away but like a couple of years after we're talking probably like three or four years after all this shit started coming out on the internet that it was a conspiracy so the whole conspiracy side like was so prevalent a few years after the 9-11 attacks online that like a lot of the people that I knew that were potheads especially, like, they dove head first into that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and people that you would never think that would be, like, you know, into it were like, you you got to watch this, you got to watch this. And then you'd watch it, and it was presented in, like, I guess you could say convincing manner, but I was never someone that was swayed by some shit like that. Kind of like, you ever see... Uh, we're going to go in a different direction. But. but how do they, my thing is, like, how does, especially somewhere like New York that has these most significant buildings and most populated area, you think they'd be on under surveillance from either, like, a a nearby Air Force, nearby Navy, somebody that could see this plane that wasn't on the radar or wasn't following air codes, per se, through, like, you know, because you got to have communications when you're flying in the air. People got to know where you're headed, where you're going, who you yeah, are. Yeah, air traffic control. And so whatnot. you think they'd be able to prevent something like that. Not saying that I believe it was a hoax or anything, but uh, yeah, you think they'd be maybe a little bit more preventable? I think that at that time, again, you have to just look at things from an even broader perspective up until that moment right you could take scissors on a plane knives knives batteries fucking like flammable goods liquid that was over eight fluid ounces (laughs) just all this crazy shit yeah you know that and the fucked up thing is like you can almost say that, like, like there's so many rabbit holes you could go down with, with the conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. So you could almost say that, like, it was some sort of inside job to impose more fucking rules and regulations on society in order to, you know. That, yeah, and also to give an excuse for us to fly over there 
and respond. Oh, yeah. The whole oil aspect of it was like the biggest argument that most people had. Like, you could see that. I could, as far as conspiracy theories go, the. I never 100% bought into anything. I was always more leaning towards like you had these people that fucking did this and that was that. Like they just hated it us. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're like, oh, it doesn't matter. People died either way. Yeah, and then you had like these people that were projected to hate us and it made sense, you know. But if you tried to adhere to any of the conspiracy theories, like the one that makes the most sense was that like it was about oil. You know, for us to go over there and just, you know, pillage, like, the yeah. existing oil reserves in, um, you know, Iraq and Iran, or rather, uh, Kuwait area. Yeah. Know? So. I mean, yeah. I mean, you've heard about the industrial complex and everything, so. Um, it's all a money grab. Uh, was there any, like pushback in new york from locals that are like no why would you even talk that nonsense that was you know conspiracy a conspiracy no because it never had it it was like society in general 22 years ago wasn't the way it is now the way things are now, and it's probably it probably started this way like a few years after 9-11, probably like five, ten years, five years. Now, for every event that happens, there is automatically, like, and it's systematically, a conspiracy that comes out, like, right away. Where people are going to throw out this opinion that there's either some sort of government entity or, you know cabal that has to do with money that owns the world that's putting all these different things into play i think it's happened before that though i feel like it really began jfk's assassination you know what i mean okay but what i'm saying is after like 9 11 it wasn't like until 5 10 like every single fucking event that happens like mm-hmm. There's, you can basically find if without even trying, like a group that's going out there saying like why this happened. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like some sort of conspiracy. I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just something that I've noticed. People are just so much more opinionated now, and like less. I'm not saying that oh this event happens. They're telling you why this happens. That's the truth. That. You know, why things happen, the cause and effect or the outcome, like, may have nothing to do, obviously, with what the mainstream media tells us. But overall, it's just, like, the the directions that some people try to convince us that or the reasonings behind these things are fucking insane sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a likelihood that maybe some of them are true, but, like, just a case in point. Is like, you know, which would be one of the most controversial things that you could talk about fucking 20 years ago. Now, I could sit here and talk to you about it. No one would fucking look at it as like we're even wackos or anything but UFOs. Yeah. You know, like if we were talking about this on your, you had a podcast 20 years ago, people would turn it off the second we started talking about UFOs. True, yeah. Nowadays, it's kind of just like, 
yeah, so do you have any new evidence? You know, and if you don't, then it's like, okay, whatever. It's something that we know exists. It's just, is it little green man or is it fucking, you know, some sort of gray thing? man? Is it they tall, they short? Because now I'm thinking, now there's more people thinking that aliens are shorter because it used to be they're tall and big headed, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of like the whole men in black facade like you oh, got yeah. some fucking little shrimp dick like piloting a big ass fucking thing you know like in yeah the side in, of a back in my day bro men in black was people dick. from africa <laughs> uh i'm doing all right i guess that's, that's a good meat suit yeah that's uh something else that's a white collar this is a white meat suit yeah that? uh I wonder, because uh, I've heard nine one one when you call the cops. Well, did that happened after nine eleven, huh? Or has it always been nine one one? It's always well. Or was it just uh, back back in the day? I heard this from my parents or grandparents or something. It wasn't always nine one one. It was like fucking seven 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 or some shit like was it that. different per like state or something per no it was universal but it was oh. like as far as i remember but it was like uh it wasn't 911 hmm. that's interesting as far as i remember yeah seven 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 <laughs> that, yeah you may need to edit that out too is that wrong? That, we have to do some. Yeah. I mean, this show isn't about facts, bro. Everything I say. That's is, true. Take Everything the, that I say is subject to change. Yeah. Yeah. Subject to change. We're intoxicated. We have no idea what we're talking about. No. Bullshit. Speaking of which, let's have another one before I got to go. Yeah, let's do it. Last one. Because, you know. And we'll close it out. Let me finish this. Can all right. You, can you pour? Can I? You know I don't pour, man. I just drink. Cheers. Cheers. It's that left cross. Yeah, it hit us, didn't it? About to need, about to need blue cross after this shot. Shit. Actually, it tastes a lot better without the ice. To be honest. That's what I was trying to tell you. Damn. It's not even that spicy, right? No. For. Uh, that's why last night I was telling you, I was like, man, I was like, you got to try this, like, neat, neat. Yeah. It, that's a, a good whiskey. Yeah. This is one you do not drink rice. Yeah. That's a fact. All right. Uh, wrapping her up. Wrapping it up, man. Just like a fucking. Use condom? Yeah. I'd use it again. Drake would put Tapatio inside there, I heard. Shit. Not a bad move. But, um. This, you know, just like uh, what you're saying not to talk about politics, transgenders, and what else? I don't want to mention the third one. <laughs> Very pleasurable <laughs> in any one of those categories. But, uh, no, I, you know, I had a good time because for me and for you, I feel like our biggest inhibitions that we have as friends is that... While we can talk about almost anything, I feel like we're not having really a, a vibe and uh, good time until we're cruising a little bit. A little bit, yeah. You know, and we're cruising. Right now, I'm on cruise control, actually. You know the movie Cruising? Tom you know Cruising? What that's about? No, I remember the game Cruise. You know? 
at Chuck E. Cheese, you're all driving the car. Well, Cruise Tour 91 or something like that. Well, now the correlation between what I just said and the movie is going to, you know, probably going to want to edit that one out too. So apparently the movie Cruising, I never saw it, is... <laughs> Why are you bringing it up then? Well, pretty sure it's Al Pacino plays a gay man who goes to gay bars cruising for gay men. Wow. And that's, you know... That's probably why we both did not watch that movie. For sure. For sure. Very interesting. Uh, way to end it. Yeah, very interesting way to end it. Um, nothing against the gays. I'm just not no. going to watch that movie. Alone. Alone. <laughs> um, we'll watch it next week and let you know how it is. With one eye open. Yeah. One eye willy. <laughs> There's a lot of Willie in that for sure. Uh, anything you want to tell the Munch gang gang listeners? What I would say is, whether you know this guy or you don't, it would be foolish of you to not watch. Because I'll tell you one thing that I've learned in life. That... The more time you spend watching car accidents, the more time you're going to spend appreciating the fact that you've never been in one. So don't ever come on this show, but make sure you fucking watch it. Do it. <laughs> Listen to the man. And if you've already made it to the end, then you have watched it. And all right, guys, thanks for watching or listening to another episode of the munch gang thank you Vinny, for coming to the podcast it was a great conversation um sure whatever the fuck you say now you're famous people out in the world gonna see you on the streets hey that dude was on munch gang to be honest with you you do have some street cred so i wouldn't be surprised i do i feel like randomly like people i don't even know my my barber who's like the coolest chick fucking knows of you and i'm like what it's like, yeah, like, at the Munch Gang. I'm like, yeah. really? It's like, yeah. It's like low-key. Like, it's almost embarrassing to mention to your friends, but you know about it. It's like it's like the, you know, the, the tweaker that you had sex with on your 21st birthday. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know. I it was really good head, but I'm not going to talk about it. You know, it was a good time. Yeah, like the other day, my coworker was like, not to brag about me, but, <laughs> <laughs> but my coworker's like, hey, I have a... One of my best friends was asking if I worked with you. I was like, wow, that's sick. I love. I actually love hearing that kind of stuff. That's what's up. Yeah, because he mentioned the names. I was like, I don't even know who that is. But that's cool that I'm getting reach. So I'm happy for that. I'm, yeah, I'm just happy for that. It helps me continue on with this. This dream I have of being a podcaster, even though podcasts are dying down slowly. But I may be the last man standing And that's all that matters And like Einstein said um, E equals MC squared Peace y'all <laughs> What's that even mean? I don't know